Welcome, sonic archaeologists, peering back through the mists of time elapsed, looking for audio relics from a bygone sonic age. <laughs> You're sucking it, Grandad. Uh, you're listening to the podcast version of The Quietest Hour, thequietest.com's weekly radio programme. For full versions of the programmes, including all of the songs and music, please visit our website, thequietest.com forward slash radio. Thanks for listening. Can I remind them about the poof now? <laughs> Oh, please, alleviate my dangle. I'm John Doran. I'm Luke Turner. Crack open the Garibaldis. It's time for The Quietest Hour. Welcome to today's episode of The Quietest Hour, either live on the internet where we're streaming right now or via our Mixed Cloud. And we're going to play you uh, some more of our favourite new music. We're going to see if somebody can persuade us to play a song. We're going to look at the important and pertinent music news of the day. And we've got tunes from Meat Raffle, My Disco, Loose Meat, actually a lot of meat, and Happy yeah, Meals. Yeah, yeah. It's a fairly... It's a foodstuff. It's a foodstuff program. Well, now we are going to be having some discussion later on about where we should go for lunch, but we'll throw that open to the people that'll be for the people live on, on the live on the live stream. You know? They're going to decide where we're eating. I should say as well uh, that I, I hate to be the person who causes uh, cognitive dissonance, as I was that person for many decades in earlier. And I forgot to say pull up a poof earlier. And <laughs> oh. if you have a poof nearby, do pull it up. Don't feel that this week I'm kind of like dissing the poof. I'm not. No, no. We don't, we don't want your poof to go neglected. If you've got a poof, pull it up, get your feet up, enjoy the next hour of inane chat and brilliant music. <laughs> Great. Uh, yes, first of all, you had... I mean, that, that song, uh, Bing Bong, by Super Furry Animals, has quickly become... I think that's in my top... Ten tunes of the year. That that is absolutely fantastic. Uh, one of the best groups going. We love Super Free Animals, and it's immediately in the one of the best football-related songs. I've is it? Heard. Is, is this the football one or the EU one? Is that? The, uh, is it the... They're all playing Keepy Uppy. Sat down on a sofa in the video. I think it's got something to do with football, but I'm not really something to do with the football. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, rather that. See, that's the thing. If you're Welsh, you get things like the Manix and Super Free Animals doing your doing your doing your music. I looked on online today to find out what the music news was and was helpfully informed that Kasabian have played a gig in Leicester. Who's it in Britain? Is it Screwdriver or it's, someone like that? No, no. Depends who you support really, isn't it? But yeah, that was Super Free Animals, Bing Bong. They're playing at the Caught by the River Festival, which uh, is an amazing looking event happening this summer, uh, featuring Sunrar Orchestra and various other people, and me talking to Amy Liptrop, who oh. wrote the Outrun. Very good book. Hey, Amy. Shout out to Amy Liptrop. And yes, what we're going to have next is a track called Waiting for the Thunder, which looking at the weather outside, pouring down with rain, uh, we are all doing, and this is Apathic. 
There we go. That was Apothec, Waiting for the Thunder, which is actually Jaco Ino Kalevi, who we love covering. Uh, apologies, because there's a lot of Scandinavian um, accents in this that I have no idea how to say it. Geoffrey Freur and Samaris. Ah, uh, Samaris. Yes, yes, indeed. And I've said it once. I've said it twice. I'll, I'll say it thrice. What lovely, lovely hair Jacko I know Kalevi has. Well, John, you have lovely hair today. So do you, Luke. I just, I was just <laughs> thinking to myself, what amazing hair you have, Luke. Well, it's nothing to do with the fact we're live streaming on a radio <laughs> program every week and looking back, I didn't like the way I looked at. We've all, we both gone to get a haircut. You went to see. Um, I, but, ma- but in in uh, in my uh, defence, I forgot we were live streaming. Otherwise. I wouldn't like no disrespect to uh, Casual Sect, my friend's band, uh, noise rock band from East London, part of the Walthamstow Massive. But I would have worn a shirt if I'd have remembered about the stupid live streaming thing. <laughs> well, but you have had a haircut. Uh, you're, I have uh, had a haircut. So I went to see my man Barry the Barbers. Now, if you happen to be, I cannot recommend going to see Barry the Barber. Uh, I, I recommend him very, very highly. You go there. And you get lots of good high-level chat about what Barry's been up to. It often involves him being down the pub and weird. These weird things seem to happen to him. For example, he was down the pub the other day and a guy came in and livened up proceedings by saying, does, does, do you want some snuff? And Barry was like, yeah, I'll have some snuff. snuff. I haven't had any snuff for ages. And I was like, I used to love snuff. I take it all the time at university. And uh, he was saying, this is weird snuff. It's like very white in colour. Like, So they were all doing snuff. And he was going around the pub and everyone was laughing their heads off, having a really good time. And this guy said, anyway, I'll see you all later, and left. And he said, like, after a few minutes, they were like, that wasn't snuff, was it? <laughs> <laughs> and he said he had to wait for a few hours before he could go home and see his wife. I, yeah, hopefully he wasn't cutting any hair. No, Otherwise, no, it, no. Have been, yeah, it could have been a bloody thing. I, I, my, yeah. uh, my, uh, my man is called Tom. Tom, and he's a mod. And he gave me top tip. Like, I really like, as you can see with my suit trousers here, I like a crease down the front of oh, my yeah, trousers. Yeah. And the creased front trouser is is. Not it's quite hard to find them. Uh, if anyone watching has got any tips on what's a good contemporary high-waisted uh, crease front trouser, do let me know. But uh, Tom suggests if you want to have a crease down the front of your trouser, make sure you iron them nice and flat, and then like when you get them new, so you have got an ironed in crease, and then run a line of super glue down the back of the crease, and then iron that in, and then you have a permanent crease. What? That is the uh, yeah you know that's mods are good for that sort of thing. Aren't now I tell you what, I despise the term life hack, but. If, yeah. if, if I've heard anything today that is a life hack that is a that's a hack. good one so thank you very much Tom for that top tip alright where does your man where does your man do players trade uh, it's called I think it's called Barbara Streisand on Exmouth Market <laughs> and I don't know why it's called Barb yeah Barbara <laughs> yeah but he's really good and he's a lovely can we bloke. fetch Seb's gag please <laughs> And uh, yeah, he's he's fantastic, and he's actually often in the the Lexington and uh, watching gigs. It's big music. All fans, right, so, so there, there you have out. it. If you're a curly haired mod, go and see Barbara Streisand at Exmouth Market. <laughs> if like me, you're a, you're you're a resting metalhead who likes a bit of kind of savage daytime drinking talk, go and see Barry the Barber. He's down Cheshire Street, uh, which is just off Brick Lane in that neck of the woods near East London. And uh, yeah, one or the other is going to sort you out properly. Right, now we are off to listen to Audio Semvalor and Pendrino.
that's an amazing track from the Cabo Verde Islands, and it's on a new compilation showcasing the music of those islands on Analog Africa called Space Echo, the mystery behind the cosmic world of Cabo Verde, and it is a cosmic world, and I'd mm. really recommend that. It's one of my favourite compilations so far this year. Now, John, we've got an exciting Stone Roses exclusive here, oh haven't we? Oh my gosh, so... We, the, we, had a, we had a slight break in the streaming there, for, apologies to everyone who was watching online, but that's so we could patch in this, this top exclusive uh, we, we've got for you today. Yeah, my mate, my mate Kev has sorted us out, uh, he's found out where Stone Roses are rehearsing, it's in a lock-up in Burnage, under the arches, down past the opticians, you know what I'm talking about. I know the place. And uh, yeah, we're going to go directly there where I believe Ian Brown is practicing the high notes in I Am The Resurrection. Marissa Nadler and Janie in Love from her new album, which is our lead review, which will be on the site on Thursday. Also, I had a chat with Marissa last week and the fruits of that, when I've typed it up, will be on the site next week as well. Now, though, it's the news. So in this week's important, serious, serious music news, uh, Obama, President Obama, seems to be having a nice time of it. Now he's not got his finger on the nuclear button and everyone hates him anymore because he's going to be replaced by someone even worse. Uh, he's been praising Finnish metal. He said recently that, I do want to point out that Finland has perhaps the most heavy metal bands in the world per capita and also rates highly on good governance. Now, John, uh, you know about, I don't know whether you know about Finnish governmental governance, and the quality of it, but you do know about Finnish metal. Um, well, yeah, a little bit. I, uh, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of metal in Finland. You meet Finnish people, you know that they t- they take the metal uh, very seriously, and um, a lot of the really good stuff, um, the very spicy stuff, comes from the north of the country. It's like a bit more influenced by Sami culture. Now you have the kind of folk metal crossover in the north, and one of those bands uh, would be Corpiclani, who have the weird kind of status of being the most drunk band I've ever met in my life. You've met a lot of drunk bands. Yeah, I've met a lot of drunk bands. <laughs> Did they stab you? <clears throat> they didn't stab me, but I was talking to what um, I, I spent. I went to a, the festival Bloodstock to go and interview them, and I was warned, like, we're sending you because you're the right man for the job. Now, they tend to get really, really drunk very quickly after they come off stage, and they won't talk to you before they go on stage. So you've got this window of opportunity to do it. And they weren't lying. I had about 25 minutes before they were all completely so drunk they could barely talk. And I remember talking to the singer and what looked like a tiny croissant fell out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I had to, I had to by fur means and foul, I had to go and re-interview them a second what time was to this, get them. Well, they walked off stage. Oh, was it one of those snooze things that they had? I don't know what it was. It wasn't but like, a tiny like, 
they, they, they walked off stage and like they literally you know how most people would pick up a bottle of water or a beer or something like that they were just they were just cracking open bottles of Smirnoff and going oh, oh. Like that. and um, anyway they told me this amazing story they've got like all these different stories about being drunk and all the and, and they were like they they said yeah what about the time with the sound guy and everyone was like shaking their heads looking at the floor looking really shamefaced and said one morning they woke up on the bus and the sound guy got out of his bunk and went to put his boots on but one of his boots was full to the brim of vomit (laughs) and he was like who the hell did this and he was like you know he's about to kick off and like the drummer was like yeah i think i might have been (laughs) sick in your boot last night he goes i'm sure i didn't do that much um, uh, like vomiting and then he was about to beat the drummer up and then the bass players like shamefully said <laughs> he goes I was looking for somewhere to, to vomit and I saw him vomiting into your boot so as soon as he finished I took over <laughs> well at least he didn't do it in the other boot and I went to see Corby Clarney once and they were when they were playing live they're a bit like you know a cross between like a melodic metal band and the Pogues and um uh <laughs> So like they were playing live and like the the accordion player, I'm pretty sure it was the accordion player, was so drunk he fell off stage, and the singer went over to look over to see if he was all right, and then he fell off stage as well. <laughs> <laughs> Big shout out to Corpy Clarney. I'm gonna say like you know it's not always my sort of music, but if you want to see a kind of a a, a kind of a, a rambunctious gig, a Corpy Clarney gig would be a good one. That. Uh, I imagine a rambunctious gig is not what you want from radio not what you're going to get you might want it from Radiohead I'd like to see Radiohead being rambunctious I think it's quite unlikely um, but they might be in trouble because they did that video the other week which had Windy Miller and looked like Trumpton and they didn't ask permission to do it so they might be in a lot of trouble with the Trumpton not the Trumpton family because they, they don't exist but the, the man who made Trumpton his son-in-law is furious he won't even show the uh, Radiohead video to the 90-year-old creator of Tump- the Trumpton and Chigley wor- world because he thinks he'll be upset. Now, Thom Thom York are going on and on about YouTube being pirates and how he hates Spotify, whimper, whimper, squiggle, and he's just gone and wholesale ripped off an entire aesthetic for his band's uh, video. I'm, I'm wait, outraged. That is one way of looking at it, he said allegedly. But like, uh, like, like Luke, let's look at it from the other point of view, which is sometimes when one has ennui, it's hard to pick up a phone. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah. But anyway, like Radiohead, like let's leave Radiohead to do their thing. Uh, it's nice, I think. Um, I was I was out like sorry for like name dropping, but I went out for a spot of Turkish lunch the other day with our pal Lias from Fat White Family, and I was going on about this to him, and he said, "What's Trumpton?" Ah. See, it's a younger generation thing. They don't, don't necessarily know, know. They don't necessarily know what we, Trumpton is. I mean, I think it was after, probably it was originally broadcast before our time. We got it on repeat. Yeah, 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 for know. sure. You know, it was like so. I, I, I think you know. I, I, I always want to try and look at the positive in a situation. The positive for, uh, in this for me is I hope a lot of people get into Trumpton, get into Chigley, especially get into Camberwick Green. You know, um, mm. now what? W- w- um, I think we've talked about this before. I think I'm a Chigley man. Yeah, I like Chigley, but it's just quite obvious cause it's got trains in it. I think that's... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the one that had the really beautiful... You know, I always like things that sort of fit together really well. And there's the one of box. the music box that the triangles yeah. opened up and then the character, the program we got that week, is one of the most beautiful uh, combinations of form and function I've ever seen. Um, but they didn't put that in the, the video, did they? And then finally, our last bit of news today, John. Uh, these animal men still stuck on that submarine. <laughs>
So that was Meat Raffle and the Bird Song. And you went to see Meat Raffle on Monday. Yeah, great live band. Go and watch them if you, uh, if you get the chance. They, they tend to be skulking around the Brixton, Stockwell, Camberwell area. And uh, yeah, uh, a, a friend of the site, uh, Gemma Carnell, she looks after, I think she runs Without Consent Records, mm. which has a Fat White Family and Eccentronic Research Council uh, released records on it. And I believe the next people who are going to uh, release music via without consent are going to be meat raffle um, and yeah it was uh, sadly her uncle died recently and she was raising money to give him a nice send off and uh, her dad was in the pub and a load of friends and they, it was such a great night uh, Fat White Family played and as is their want between tours you know you, you they walk into the stage and you think who's this oh it's Fat White Family they've always got a different lineup. <laughs> but I'll tell you what was brilliant um I wrote about Fat White Family playing live at the Queen's Head about a year and a half ago, and I made reference to a wild-haired young 15-year-old in the crowd called Angus, who was like, it's like his first time down in London or whatever, seeing his favourite band, Fat White Family, having the time of his life. And fast forward 18 months later, and he's in the band. He was that's fantastic. Playing, he was playing bass room last night, and that's what it's all about, isn't it? But you I know. think like <clears throat> a band of Fat White Family size, you know, playing Brixton next. You know, they're, they're, they're playing they're, Brixton Academy. Brixton soon. Academy, yeah. yeah. And you know, they but they still do these benefit gigs for causes and people they care about, and will do things. I like have, you know, one of their fans join the band. It's kind of this weird thing. You know, most most bands just sort of snoot around a bit and go, Ooh, you know, we, they get they get a bit of success. Not Fat White Family. And it, and it was like it was really really hectic in there, and I you know I absolutely love this. Um, and I'm you know I, I know that you're more likely to see a gig like this outside of a big city. Um, but in London, it's kind of a pretty rare thing. You know, you go to a pub gig and you'll see a band and the PA's getting pulled over. There are people just flying everywhere. There's just drinks flying everywhere. And it's just really, really exciting, you know. And like, um, but not only that, but the fantastic um, Meat Raffle were in support. And they're, they're, like, um, they're like, like a cross between... Um, so like they've got this weird mix of aesthetics which mixes in kind of like class war and magic with a K and this kind of like dub reggae and like kind of like I don't know if you call it outside of rock or whatever you'd call it but yeah it's this really really heady tangy uh, tangy mix of influences and you heard the the bird song which I believe um, is like a more recent outing by them. Yeah, I think that's on the Speedy Wonderground ah, uh, yeah. label who, you know, interesting little outfit who just keep putting out records very quickly, as the name suggests. Oh, uh, yeah. And what's one of our favourite records from the other year was uh, Your Man from Beta Band. Oh, yeah. And Toy, wasn't it? Was it that no, one? No, 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 no. It was... Um, we're going to have to cut we'll this out, aren't we? We're, we're waffling. Let's, let's we'll play it next week. We'll look it up because it was a great tune and it was called I Go Out. Yeah, that was Do you the, remember? Yeah, yeah, that was the t- t- toy and... Um, we'll play that next yeah, week. we'll play that next week. All right. Um, next, um, after the meat raffle, you'll have a happy meal. Hmm. Preposterous tip mangle, Judd Nelson. Every day, man, turn up to the max. Don't know how to relax. 
Went to the hills, trying to kick back. Still, I want to tweet and chat. Woke up this morning, said I quit smoking. Now I just bought me a pack. Because every day, man, turn up to the max. Don't know how to relax. Pass me the weed. Pass me a drink, pass me a pill Got cold feet and I can't sit still Do what I want cause I got no chill Yeah you know the deal, calm and a true raver I've been on more waves than a sailor Man I turn up all over the radar They know about shark man in Jamaica Care about now, don't care about later But that's just the way that I live Anywhere that I go, man I please Just bought me a pack Boy better know, free solo 4-5 Tracksuit mafia, active boys Bow, bow. You're creeping, weeping with a dry mouth towards the distant horizon and the quietest hour. Now, uh, that was Skepta, Detox, from his brilliant new LP, Except the Skips. Co- skips? I was just thinking food, aren't I? <laughs> Konnich- Konnichawa, uh, which was, again, a recent Quietus uh, lead review. And before that, Suivez-moi uh, by Happy Meals. And a shout-out to our pal Jerez in Paris, our French correspondent. Hi, Jerry's. Mm. Um, yeah, so we're having a bit of a dispute about uh, with all this f- food music. Once food get men- gets mentioned, it's worse than the coffee. As soon as food gets mentioned, we go off the rails because we can't concentrate on our work because we don't know where to go for lunch. No. Now, I am saying that we should definitely head for Southeast Asian food down Chapel Market where so- you can get your own box. But Luke, but can you? I'm not. Can you? Can you eat in with your box? You can't. You have to get there early. So I don't want to walk too far. My, my wool suit. If if it, if it gets rains on, I smell like a sheep. So <laughs> I don't. I, I don't trying, see. I'm, I'm on a short distance. I don't see what what you look like has to do. <laughs> no, with no, what it, I'm it looks fine. It doesn't. It doesn't distend the suit, but it does make it smell like a sheep. And uh, I, don't, I don't want to smell like a sheep. All right. But I, cause I quite fancy go to Alpino uh, to have a cheese omelet. Oh gosh, Luke. Every time we go to Alpino, it's great when you're eating there, but afterwards I always yeah. feel quite... There's a reason for that, John. It's because instead of ordering one dish, you order... <laughs> I order <laughs> you, two, yeah. You yeah. order bonus bacon and all these yeah, things. Yeah, you know, yeah, you, you turn true. it into a... I would you, like you know, for us to either go to lottery. Mildred's, the fantastic vegan restaurant around the corner. Very hungry later in the afternoon. Not if you have the chocolate and uh, peanut butter brownie, though. Yeah. Mm. All right, we may rich. have to toss a coin for it in a second. Um, but uh, yeah, because we, we we have a sort of we have a problematic relationship with food in the quite a set course. We used to in in the early days uh, go around the world making different plowmans, didn't we? We haven't done that for oh, ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah We'd yeah. have uh, the plowmans, which was La you know, the Omde the, the Omde the, the, the the French one. And uh, do you remember our Mexican plowmans? Uh, no, what like, yeah, ref- did have refried beans and chili? And all sorts, it was amazing. But we'd always, when we were doing our Honda Sheru or our Plowman's whatever, we'd put a, we'd, <coughs> we'd put a picture on the internet, which we don't obviously approve of putting pictures of the food as a quietest article wrote about once, but we did. And our friend Tony Sylvester would always come back with a far superior Plowman's from whatever country. He was born yeah. to sit around poncing about food on the internet, though, wasn't he? Yeah, pictures. It, uh, but maybe we should revive that tradition this summer. Maybe we should. Okay, what have we got next? Now it's the persuader. So this is the persuader, the bit where you get to decide what we do 
by calling and leaving a message on our answer Hold machine. Hold on a second. They don't get to decide what we do. They try to get to decide what we no, do. No, what we should play. I don't want to be having oh, well. people phoning <laughs> up and saying, this week, I think that Luke should walk around the office with some chicken on his head. Well, actually, hmm, maybe, maybe uh, there's something in that. But, but yeah, well, all right. You try and persuade us to play a song by calling 020 33 93 uh, that's on the Mixcloud if you uh, want to have a look at it and uh, you missed that. And you have to really persuade us to play you a song in your message. So, we had a first successful persuasion last week. Seb, can we have a listen to this week's attempt at persuasion? Hello, Looking John. I would like for you to play, if you would, uh, something by the wonderful Derek Bailey. Um, maybe Concrete Cement Mix from the Guitar, Drum and Bass album. Uh, because you are about the only people I can think of that would. All right, cheers, guys. So, John, a request to play radio-friendly toe-tapper Derek Bailey. Are you persuaded? I have to say, against my better judgment, I am persuaded. Not because I like Derek Bailey, but because I find Scottish people genuinely terrifying. Bailey there. And it's so strange to think that um, just five months before recording that track, he was recording Easy Lover with Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, Derek Bailey, he's great really though, isn't he, Derek? Good old, like, good old Del. Good old Del. Loves jamming out the tunes. Um, Are you really afraid of all Scottish people, No, John? I'm not really. I'm not really. I, I, am, uh, I, I have had moments to be... Afraid and then ashamed uh, for just hearing the uh, the Scottish lilt in a public house, maybe in a saloon bar. You just sat there <laughs> having a pint. You hear someone Scottish walk in, and then what happens next is, is you don't get beaten up. It's just this. It's probably. I think I, I think I read uh, the first time I read Train Spotting. I read it in one sitting uh, all night long whilst taking speed, and I think it's all stuck with stuck me. with yeah. you that bit. Uh, right. So I, so I, I must admit, I have the same thing about people from Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Because they would always try and rob me tent when I was in it at Glastonbury. It was a no, cliche, but I, it was proven by about I, ten I, different experiences. Oh, but, I know. just, I really, I'd like to say for the record <laughs> that I could not disagree with Luke <laughs> anymore. You know, this is not a large enough sample area. You know, you, you've had you. you, you you heard some Scouse voices outside your tent twice at Glastonbury. But you heard one Doesn't, Scot- Scottish bloke on the answer machine. Wanting to play Derek Bailey, and you came instantly. No, I'm come not, on, I'm not. I'm not really afraid of. I'm not really afraid of Scottish people at all. The brothers from north, the brothers and sisters from north of the border, love it. Mad for it. <laughs> right. Um, 
And hello to everyone listening from Liverpool. I would like to apologise <laughs> to my Luddite friend and his idiotic views on things. What have we got coming up next? Uh, we've got a track by My Disco, who are playing a gig for the Quietus. They kind of they've come to England from Melbourne. Hello, everyone in Melbourne who's listening at the moment. Uh, every few years with a brilliant new album, and we usually put them on. This time, we're putting them on at Corsica Studios because it's very loud, and they wanted uh, to have a venue with no limiter. And we we've got Hannah Sortel playing with them, oh, yeah. and Sophie Coletta, who used to work with us, is DJing. And they're incredible. They're kind of though it's guitar, bass, and drums. It's like going to listen to some really bracing techno. Really, it's like you can have a good old dance to my disc. I've got to say that you know I don't really think of music in terms of it being important or not. I think that's the wrong way to look at it, but. They are certainly one of the most progressive guitar bands that we have in the world. And the fact that they are not massive really, really annoys me. You go and see them live. And I, you know, I was lucky enough to see bands like Fugazi in the 1980s and in the 1990s. And, you know, for everyone who sits around now looking back saying, oh, why don't we have Fugazi anymore? Mm. You have the equivalent thing in my disco, very, very progressive like absolutely groundbreaking uh, guitar band and I should definitely definitely say if you make the trip to go and see him and you like uh, kind of very very interesting guitar music you will not be disappointed so that's on May the 30th of course studios and they're playing dates around the rest of Britain too so this is my disco from their new album Severe and Careless That was my disco, Careless. Come and see them on Monday the 30th, Corsica Studios. Now, I was thinking just during this, um, I actually can remember... I can't remember my first disco experience because we had a school disco, but because I went to a really violent all-boys school, I think I've just wiped it from my mind. There weren't any women there. There was a couple of <laughs> female <laughs> teachers. <laughs> it was just a load of really, really angry lads like doing just stupid dancing to madness. Uh, That's all I remember. I remember my first disco, John, and it was, as most things were in my teenage years, an unpleasant and humiliating experience. Well, Because uh, well, we, well. I went to boys' school as well, and um, they uh, used to invite the girls' school Ah, right. You don't mean the rock band now, do you? No, you that might have been better, actually. Yeah. The attention, the hormonal teenage attention might have been focused on something on a stage rather than this sort of firing around the room. And they played uh, popular music and everyone was there. And I wasn't really into music at that point. I was into kind of reading books about boats and things. So I just spent the whole evening stood by myself. And at my primary school, we had to do country dancing, which was quite good because you did it instead of you did it instead of PE. So it was kind of you know wearing a and I quite like wearing a flowery flowery sash and a big shirt, (laughs) unsurprisingly. And I had a dancing Uh. partner called Victoria Burns. And at the end of the disco, it was not probably like 1990 ish, and they played everything I do. I do it for you by Brian Adams, the theme for Robin Hood. And I saw her across the room, and she saw me, and we were two people without anyone to sort of shuffle awkwardly next to so we did that 
and then I went home. It was awful. It was, it's it was so strange terrible. thinking that whilst this was happening to you, at exactly the same time, I was slumped under the uh, fountains at Paragon Square in Hull drinking sherry out of a litre <laughs> bottle. <laughs> and look at so, us now. <laughs> and look at us now. Well, the, first, so the first disco I remember with any great clarity was going to um, the disco above Crystal's in St. Helens, where weirdly... Uh, one of the people who's now lit watching on the live stream from St Helens, who I haven't talked to for donkey's years, Brian, was the DJ there, and he was oh, in right. a local band called, or still is, called Poisoned Electric Head, local sort of like kind of heroic local prog rock band or whatever. And they used to, he used to put on these amazing uh, discos. So like when people say, "What was St Helens like in the eighties?" Um, it was kind of grim and very violent in a lot of respects, but we had the most killer local disco. So the first time I ever went into a nightclub, I remember walking in through the door and hearing uh, Sweat Loaf by the Butthole Surfers. And me and, and Stu Green was at the bar. We'd been having a few cans of special brew uh, just to get in the mood for our first ever disco experience. And when we heard this, uh, this weird voice saying, tell your mother, Satan, or whatever, we both went running at the dance floor and we collided head to head. I only lasted for another 10 minutes after that. So I got so excited, I headbutted my friend and had to go home. Oh, but it was, it was not much changes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there we are. We're not going to play loose meat. We're going to play loose meat next week because we're going to go and eat some loose meat. Oh, not because we might go to Mildred's, the vegetarian restaurant. Thanks very much to listening. Thanks to Luke for the brew. Thanks to Seb, as ever, for making us sound professional. Uh, we'll be back next week. Before we finish, well, we will finish with uh, Beyond the Wizard's Sneeze. <laughs> Beyond the Wizard's Sneeze. His green collagulated boogie. Uh, and uh, the track creation that features long time, our great favourite, Jane Weaver. Uh, thanks very much, John. Thanks very much, Luke. See you next week. <laughs> over time to put the poof back in its dusty slot you are enduring the quietest hour podcast and if you're a real glutton for punishment you can listen to the entire program featuring all the music via our website at thequietus.com forward slash radio if you'd like to support what we do there is a support button on the front page of the website uh, where you can make donations and help us carry on our uh, fantastic work or you can just pay us to stop